Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you. We appreciate you uh, for coordinating all of this. I know it's been a while. Yeah. It's all good. Dan is, uh, he'll be walking in uh, shortly. Let me just uh, tell everyone to be quiet in here. Okay. Thank (laughs) Thank you. I can tell. This is like, this is crazy. Yeah, this is. Do you want me to ask him, like, for those of you, who, for those that don't know who you are, or can I just let you? I'm just gonna let you start. I'm not, I just, asking, I'm not asking a dumbass yo, question. Like, I just, yo, that's hilarious that you asked me that because, uh, I mean, like, I didn't think about that, but like, I just like I automatically pictured him. Like, yeah, I'm not asking that. I'm gonna let you go right into it. Yo, can you, can you I think you should though. Can you move the keyboard? Oh, thanks. That would be a different angle. No, I mean, just because, like, how you always present it is good because you're like, you're like, like obviously, a, a lot of people like know about yeah. you. How would you describe yourself? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Not like who, like who are you? you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Okay, cool. I'm not. Yeah. And you That's hilarious. Yeah. Can you tilt your mic up just like. Oh, got you. Dame, how are you? How you doing today, boss? Good. I good, man. We're good. We're good. <clears throat> Appreciate you taking the time, man. This is a uh, this is legendary for us. Yes, it is. You know, once we first started this show, you were the first name that we wanted to to bring on here. So, we uh, we really really appreciate you guys. You know, allowing allowing us to do this. So, thank you. That's all good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh. Cool. So um so Dame. So before we start, we'll um <clears throat> uh, we really just uh, uh really just want to talk to you about. All of, like the great business stuff that you did, um, and then, uh, and then you can let us know everything that you got going on right now. We know you. We know that you're about to relaunch Dane Bass Studios, uh, and so uh, yeah. we'll go. You know, we'll definitely touch on that. And um, yeah, that's basically. Hey, just got it, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, cool. shoot. Okay, let's do it. All right, we good. We're good. We're all, right, cool. all right, let's do it. What's going on, everybody? This is Tim. And this is MB. And this is Off the Record, a place where we have conversations with the dopest people in all aspects of business. And uh, we're going to bring you plenty of game and more insight with this one. And uh, now we have the pleasure of uh, speaking to a living legend, uh, a pioneer in the hip hop and business world, someone who has consistently fought for his people, someone who has gave the culture so much game and showed us how to be a boss and continues to inspire many of us till this day. Uh, It's my honor to welcome the legendary Dame Dash to Off the Record. Dame, thank you for being with us uh, today. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. No Thank problem. You, Thank you. <laughs> Dame, I wanted to ask you, um, obviously our our audience knows who you are, but for those few people that do not, what is how was how would you describe yourself when you're introducing yourself to people that don't know? I don't really describe myself, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't that's something that uh you know I do it inspires me and I just do it well and honestly, and I do it at a professional level. Without compromise of integrity or morals or principles, you know. Yeah, that's really what I say. I'm a history maker and a dream catcher. Yes, know? sir. <clears throat> so, damn. Uh, I think the the uh, I think initially uh, the public recognizes you as being a great businessman and entrepreneur, but you're clearly 
uh, an artist and a renaissance man, you know, as well, from directing films to producing shows to acting, playing instruments, producing music to fashion to open up opening galleries, everything. Um, out of all of those, which one brings you the most joy? Right now, being a parent, having yeah. a little, you know, I got a baby. Congratulations yeah, on that, by the way. Congrats. Thank you. Mm. And being able to, you know, enjoy that with a woman that I'm in love with, yeah. you know, in a very balanced and, uh, you know, like in a, in, a, in, a, in a non, like I'm used to being in, in fucked up situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is the best. This is what I've been dreaming about my whole life is finding a girl I can chill with, making a baby and just growing and being happy and doing it in luxury. You know, but I love I love making music, but not for money. You know, I love the band. I love making movies. I, I it's it's I'm inspired by a lot of different kinds of things at different times. You know, it's almost insanity how often I'm inspired and how I have to react to everything yeah. that inspires me. But I've been lucky enough to monetize things that I love and that I would do creatively for free mm -hmm. and make a business of that. I think I'm more known right now. Uh, to this um, generation, just what I'm saying and what I've been consistently saying for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, becoming independent at one time was like a crazy thing. And now that's the thing. And it's, uh, you know, it's like the, the reaction to people when what I was saying before, you know, how they reacted then into how they react now, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. It's funny how things shift, you know what I mean? But the truth at the end of the day prevailed. And if it's really the truth, the only test of the truth is your patience until it reveals itself and how much confidence you have in that. Yeah, I've seen so much um, old footage of you from like, you know, the 90s and stuff. And you were literally saying the exact same shit, like, mm -hmm. which is which is crazy, like till this day. Um, same delivery, too, you know, like real brash and abrasive and just blunt straight to the point. Um, so <clears throat> that is just kind of crazy to see how everything is coming back full circle and especially how this generation is, um, and that intimidates people it. too. That Not, intimidates people. I feel like of, of being told fake, the fake truth. people, dishonest yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. An honest person is always going to make a dishonest person uncomfortable. Right. You know, right. Especially when a dishonest person is pretending they're on a living. Yeah. It's just like, you know, someone yeah. that pretends they're tough when someone really tough walks in the room, they're exactly. just going to be uncomfortable because... They feel inadequate. And was that a way but for you to also pretending to be something they're not? Right. Was that a, also a way for you to personally, not like expose, but when you're in the industry, you're able to now see exactly, okay, I know because how I'm coming at you, you're a dishonest person. I shouldn't be trusting you, you, you. Could you then immediately point them out just based out there reacting to what you're saying as well? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Flags all over the place. Yep. You know? You can tell a racist, you can tell us a, a white supremacist, mm -hmm. you can tell a black person that believes that white ice is colder off top. Right. Mm -hmm. You can tell a person that wants to fit in, you know, that as opposed to take over. Yeah. You know, I'm the guy that, you know, it's a different mentality. When a slave is talking to a master, the conversation is different. When a soldier is talking to a general, the conversation is different. It's a different language. It's a different understanding. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, you know, because there's people that call themselves bosses but there's different kinds of bosses, right? There's the kind that, you know, they know how to collect a check from an infrastructure that, you know, cuts them and makes the money and gives them maybe a percentage of it. Then there's the kind of boss that actually makes the money and cuts the check to the person that pretends to be the boss that gets the money from the infrastructure that's making money, like, you know, get, get paid a fee. Right, exactly. So I'm the kind of boss that wants to get a company profitable. I don't want to just get paid by another company. I want to be the company. To me, getting a company to be sustainable than profitable and have a multiple boss, you know, but it's, again, I'm not just, I'm not discrediting someone that might just get a royalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a different kind of boss. It's a different kind of respect. You know, it's like sometimes I'd have conversations with legends for certain things and they'd be like, yo, how come certain people get more credit? And how come we're not respected by certain kinds of musicians? I'd be like, you don't play an instrument. Yeah. It's a different right. game. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it's a different respect level than like someone that pays an instrument is going to, they don't care how many records you sell, they're still not going to look at you as bona fide legit unless you can play an instrument and perform live. Mm -hmm. If you're performing over a track, even if you sold 10 million records, mm -hmm. in certain worlds, you still won't be respected. Still position, 
Relationship consider you one. Yeah. Right. So, Dame, so uh, I heard you. Real businessman in this take one. Yeah. So, Dame, uh, I heard you say that anyone who works for you, uh, they have to have their own dream as well, which I thought was dope. Um, How important is a team to a boss's success and how do you build a solid team? A lot of editing. It's everything Mm. because, you know, it's hard to do everything on your own. Yeah. And you want people to have understanding and be on the same sheet of paper. But at the end of the day, if someone's not going to fight for themselves, there's no way they're going to fight for you. Right. So if you don't have a dream, and I, you know, again, I'm not, I'm a person that says, yo, I don't want people to work for me. I don't believe that having a job, you know, long-term is, you know, in the best interest of you or your family. So I'm not going to have anybody work for me all day and build my dream and not have anything to pass to theirs. Yeah. Just karmically, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So leading by example, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be practicing what I'm preaching, letting somebody do that. So you have to have a dream that you can fight for that's yours. So I know you're fighting honestly for mine. Mm-hmm. And also I'm going to teach you how to be independent and show you the right way. I'm not going to mislead you and take all of your skills and just use them for my stuff. I just don't think it's right. Mm-hmm. I like to make partners. I don't like employees. Yeah. Is that why you've wanted, I, I mean, you probably keep your circle so small though, because <laughs> that's so hard to come by these days too. Yeah, like I said, it's a lot of editing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people pretend they want the dream, but when it gets given to them or the opportunity, it's like I give you a lotto ticket and you want me to cash it for Fact, you. I got to yes. convince you to do it. Yeah. I ain't got time for all that. Yeah. So, Dave, so one thing I've always admired about you is how fearless and assertive you are uh, in business. So, you know, it never seemed like you were passive about anything that you felt uh, wasn't right. Um so because to the average person walking into those rooms, especially if you're, you know, one of the few people of color uh, in those rooms, uh, that might get intimidating. You know what I mean? And so there's big money on the table. There's contracts with all this misleading verbiage. And, and you don't know if these people are snakes and a whole nine. Was there any situation in business uh, where you didn't feel as confident or or like you didn't know enough? And if so, how did you deal with it? Well, I never think I know enough but I've never been intimidated by any conversation as it relates to business ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that when I start a business, I've just started. I'm not, I don't have experience in it. Yeah. So, you know, and then also the way I usually approach it is usually a little unorthodox. So there's never any traditional way that I'm dealing with something. So I'm always putting myself in a place, let's say, uncomfortable because I'm not used to it. But that's what comes with, you know, starting something the time. Yeah. The second and third, um, I've never been intimidated by anyone. I always look forward to the smoke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, uh, it's just what I want. Uh-huh. You know, I, it's not you should play me because I'm black. I want you to try that. Exactly. I want you to think smarter than me. And I know I'm so much smarter than you. <laughs> right. And yeah. probably because you your nose off your face. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So <laughs> I know, I'm, you know, like, it, it, it's, it's like, I'm brains and brawn. At least, you know, the brawn is just when I have to be mm-hmm. broke to protect myself. But the brain is what they don't anticipate. Pause. Right. They're more yeah. scared of the brain <laughs> yeah. than the brawn. Yeah. When, you, when you're in those meetings, too, and you felt like you haven't, there's things you could learn, are you never afraid also to, like, ask the why questions or, or get more info? I always ask the why questions. Right. I ask questions all day. Right. Yeah. I'm very transparent. I never, I never pretend I'm smarter than I am. Right. See, the one thing you have to understand is when you're stupid, you cannot pretend you're smart mm-hmm. in a smart room. But when you're smart, you can pretend you're stupid. Mm. Yeah. So, Dame, so we know that there's this political game that, that people play in business uh, where they won't speak on certain negative things uh, that happen because they don't want to accept like <clears throat> because they don't want to. Uh, offend their political ties and the powers that be. You've always spoken out against the so-called power players, you know, in the game from day one. Um, you know, we, you know, we've seen, you know, Kanye do it, you know, th- this uh, this past year. Um, but most of them are established people already. Do you think that it would be a wise that it would be wise for someone to build up value and create leverage for themselves before they speak out, or you know, someone who's considered brand new in any industry speak out against what they feel? No, no, no. You got to take the industry, bro. I never yeah. tried to fit in. I mean, what? I don't give a fuck about those industries and these so-called power players. I don't think they're power players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretending to be power players. Well, I speak to them that way. Yep. You know what I mean? If they were power players, they wouldn't be running behind pennies and young people's money and leveraging them. They're, 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 uh, <clears throat> they're like shrimps in the ocean. Mm-hmm. They're scavengers mm-hmm. that are pretending they're bigger than they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why would I want to fit into a game if I'm, I'm not playing that game? I'm going to be the game. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Like what I'm monetizing is my honesty, my actual opinion. Yeah. So I'm not going <laughs> to change my opinion and be somebody else. You're not a rock star if you do that. You yeah. become a pop star when you do what yeah. people want. Yeah. I'm a rock star. I don't really give them. I'm not there to fit in. I'm there to get what I need to get off. You and, know and, I mean? and I'm, I'm sure you, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure you have people all day trying to tell you what you think they think you should do too and you're like you're probably just I'm not doing that shit. I'm not on that at all. Well, back about 15 years ago, yeah, but now not. Nah. They like, they know I'm outside. <clears throat> right, right, yeah. right. Like those are people I choose not to deal with. It's a life that I don't even understand. Yeah. Right. When I think back about it, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Why it's almost not? like hustling to me. Like, right. you know, when I was on the street, it's just as like far removed to me. Yeah. And in my rear view, I don't deal with anyone I don't want to. And I do keep myself, I might have someone around me that's going to tell me what to do yeah. or how to do it. They've done it before and done it better. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I do look for people to give me advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Dave, yes. So, I've heard you say a couple of times that you're a time traveler. Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah, we're good. Um, Always. Yeah, yeah. So, I've heard you say a couple of times that you're a, uh, a, a time traveler. So, you'll go 10 years ahead in the future uh, to see how you want to live and come back to present day and make the moves now to live how you want to live then. What investments and moves are you making now to live how you want to live 10 years from now? Well, you see it. It's the investment in yeah. the residual income of the content. Uh-huh. So, that's the reason why. Why everyone's just launching apps. And, you know, it's the same app I've been trying to tell everybody to launch for years. Now I'm relaunching an app that actually has the ability to sell things. And it's a new business model. It's a new thing. I don't know why no one's doing it. So I'm always going to be a bit 10 years ahead of the game. So, yeah, the things I look into right now is the content, the beginning, middle and end, you know, being able to make the books and, and anything that gives residual income from my family, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but 100%. you got to remember, like, I'm a founder. I'm not a person that buys acquires and acquires a company. Right. I have to you build, build it the up. company yeah. from ground up, invest in it, lose money until it makes money. And that takes a different kind of breed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a game I like to play and mm-hmm. a game I like to do. Yeah. And I'm not trying to hustle on a crowded block. So yeah. I got to look to the future. I'm not trying to fit in after everybody else's fitting in pause i don't want to be two for five to trace yeah. i like to be dimes in 20s yeah. i like to be the winner yeah you know what i'm saying i hear you so i gotta be the first person on the block so i can sell it and put it out anywhere i want stand out and you know i can dictate the narrative mm-hmm. and that's what i've actually been doing damn have like you ever everything, i've been waiting for disney to catch up i've been yeah, waiting yeah, for yeah. yeah right now i can do it i have to pay they have to pay billions of dollars to do that shit I got to watch them make the mistakes and be able to make and do do it the right way. Exactly. Original programming all day long. Yeah. But I make the music. I make the clothes. I, I make the visual. I'll direct that shit. I'll act in that shit. I'll pay for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll distribute that shit. I can do it pause from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> hey, yeah, like your pause game is so serious. It's, it's so crazy, man. It's there. Yeah. You made it up. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. I know. Yeah, I yeah, fucking you love did. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dame, have you ever felt like, uh, th- like sometimes you may have spread yourself too thin, like with everything that you do? I mean, there's times I feel like I need to focus, yeah. But because like my my plans, my big schemes are like they have to form together like Voltron. So in order to like launch an app, I gotta make the movie, I gotta make the app, I gotta direct the movie, damn near write the movie, I gotta act in the movie, I gotta pay everybody. You know, I got to dress everybody. I got to make the music. Yep. But it all comes together and I have one product. Mm-hmm. So it's about um, prioritizing my focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also completion is important. You know, yeah. yep. you can start something and not finish it. It feels good doing it, but it don't, it don't matter. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think therapeutically is important to me. And when the day I finish something is the day I can start something new. Right. Yeah. But completion is everything. Yeah. Are there days with you having so much done, but also being as successful as you are? Are there still days you get up and you're like, fuck, I know I have to do this to get to here, to get to here, to do this, to do this. Is it still overwhelming at all? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, being an entrepreneur, it's like these problems aren't problems. They're right. Part yeah. of the game. Right. So, you know, it's like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to complain. It's happening. I already know it. Yeah. So it's like, it's always for business. It has to get a little dark before it gets bright, or else it's not a good business. Yep. it's not going to be sustainable. So damn fast so- money doesn't temporary. So right. you know, like the, if you're going to get into a fight, a championship match, and you know you're going to fight twelve rounds, you're going to cry every time you get punched. 
you know you're going to get punched. Mm-hmm. If you get knocked down, you know it's your job publicly to get back up and fuck some shit up. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the end of the day, you're not like, why me? Or worried about yeah, it. Yeah. You actually know it. I wake up in the morning looking for my problems mm-hmm. that are considered problems because as a boss, my job is to fix problems. Mm-hmm. My job is to untie knots, not to mm-hmm. be happy and celebrate mm-hmm. all day. The yeah. W right. to turn the, lo- the loss into a learning experience yeah. until it's a W, a win. That's a gem right you know? there. <sighs> yep. Uh, damn. So um, obviously, you know, we're, we're in a weird time right now, but you grew up in Harlem in, in uh, the 70s and 80s and you were able to use you know, you know, the money that you made to make investments, start companies and eventually, you know, you know, turn into the mogul that you are now. Um, if you grew up in today's generation with no money, you know, starting at zero, what would be your game plan to become wealthy? Because a lot of people are out here confused. It's it, it's very confusing yeah. times for a lot of people. So what would you do? Buy a T-shirt for five dollars and sell it for 20. There you go. OK. <laughs> principle as it is for drugs. And That's it's kind of. That's kind of uh, that's kind of a crowded block though right now too because a lot of people do that you know what I mean like a lot of people do that yeah well that's what I would do until I have enough yeah you yeah. know I just have to make sure my t-shirt is the best and you know again I'm not saying a t-shirt could buy anything it buy socks you could, you know I make socks they cost seven dollars to make I sell them for twenty dollars yeah right you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. I have to buy so much of them that that that, that they cost that much mm-hmm. but my point is there's always a flip that you can mm-hmm. do yeah you know and. It's, it's, it's easy, like, right now, if you're, like, young and you, you're broke, you can do some more shit on Amazon and make some money. Just, you know, it's, it's ways to make bread. Right, Without yeah, putting yeah. up a dollar. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone is, like, figuring out the Uber model or the uh-huh. Airbnb model. It's how to make as much money as you can without putting up a dollar. Yeah. You just got to focus. You have to think. And you have to use Google. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you'll get every answer to every question that you have. right. Do you buy stocks? Are, are you in the stocks? I just hit Google. I find it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, or, damn, do you do you uh, invest in stocks and all that? No. Not really. No. Yeah. I invest in some, you know, here and there. Yeah. But I invest in me more. Word. Right. Okay. Yeah. I ain't got time to be looking at shit and be worried about like, I can't. <laughs> I can't be like, you know, I know it's a good game and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for that kind of focus, on, I have to be in control. Yeah. I have control issues. I don't like right. betting on someone else's business acrimonics. And uh, I like betting on my own. Dan, Dan, I like touch, being, yeah. Touching on that business stuff. Do you think now in your eyes, being such a serial mogul and entrepreneur, do you feel like now instead of complaining, there's more ways to get rich? There's more ways for success too? Fuck yeah. Yeah. There's so many ways to make money. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that the, for- the, but you have to be consistent. You have to be first and you have to be fearless. Yeah. But, yeah. And you can't anticipate it coming overnight. Yeah. Overnight money is just, it's illegal money usually. So, you have to build a brand, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to lose before you gain. Yeah. And sometimes sweat equity is the loss. You don't sleep right. until you, you got to go. Right. But if you really have a dream, what the fuck? When you have a dream while you awake, you live in your dream. While you sleep, you live in your dream. Yeah. All day long. It should be a dream. It's beautiful. I'm yeah. living my dream. So mm-hmm. anything that's considered a problem is a dream that it is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Like and- my level of problems are dreams for most people. So I'm not, I'm going to do it like that. Yeah. Like, like, I wish I had your problem. I'm like, you, I, I, these aren't problems. Yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as I'm healthy, as long as I'm not in jail, frustration doesn't bother me like that, mm-hmm. you know, or or, or, or or process. I understand process. You know what I mean? There's levels to this shit. Right. 100%. And that whole, that whole thing with the flip, like, it seems like the structure of the game hasn't changed. There's just more ways to do it now than before. The structure and, and formula is the same. And digitally, exactly. The formula is there. Can be 30, I, I, I can be in 30 places in one day and have 30 conversations in 30 different states mm-hmm. and not leave my house. And yeah. they're just as effective. Right. And not have to pay for a hotel or for gas or for a jet or for all the shit or going to the mall or being bored and all the things I can't do while I travel. Right. It's so much to do yeah. right now. Because of all the technology that's there. Yeah. So, Dame, so um, in a lot of black households, we aren't taught financial literacy, you know, for the most part. So, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Why do you think they don't that- teach financial literacy in school? Why do you think they don't teach you what to do when you have a lot of money in school? Yeah. Because they're not teaching you to make a lot of money. Exactly. Exactly. So what people don't understand is having money is a business within itself. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't, if you don't know what to do with a lot of money, 
you will end up in fucking trouble. Yeah. And you still happen all the time. Yeah. You don't know when to pay taxes. You don't know where capital gains is. Exactly. You don't know what quarters are. You don't know any of that shit. And yeah. they don't teach you that. And you're held accountable regardless. Yeah. So a lot of people get jammed up just because they didn't know. Yeah, exactly. So my first time, my first million, even though it was rather young, I ended up in a lot of trouble because I didn't know what I was supposed to do with that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or even where to put it. I, taxes? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah. So, yeah, for a lot of us, you know. Payroll, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Having a, a dormant business course. Yeah. Money. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, for a lot of us, like you said, um, no one talked to us about cash flow and credit and leverage and how to create passive income and buy assets and all the other stuff. But um, you seem like you had a knack for that at a young age. Did anyone plant those seeds in you early? Like, how did you even, you know, learn all of that? Was that th just just through trial and error? I was a drug dealer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Right. You know, hey, I guess that's the uh, that's what taught me everything yeah. about business, marketing, branding. You know, I'm not suggesting anyone do it. Right, when I was yeah. young, I did it and was like, oh, I could do this in regular business. Right. Mm -hmm. But I learned all of that from, and the reason why I'm so fearless is because I, like, I used to do this with the recourse being death, death. or jail. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, that was yeah. the, you know, yeah. this is no death or jail. Yeah. I'm not dealing with killers and shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or at least, you know, I wasn't. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, Dame, so uh, I assume that you are um, familiar with uh, Dr. Claude Anderson's book uh, in Concept Paranomics, right? Paranomics. Okay. Well, um, well, well, basically, well, um, I haven't, you know, read his book yet, but I've seen a lot of his interviews and I understand the general concept Kanye, you know, was talking about. It. He was basically saying that the um, that the pathway for, you know, people of color and then, you know, black people to kind of like move up in the world is to really just, you know, not everything is is a race issue, but really we need to focus on financial literacy. Um, and then, you know, but there tends to be, you know, uh, a super liberal perspective amongst black people and minorities that that have like an anti-capitalism mindset. Um, and, you know, I think that that anti-capitalist mindset, um, it might lead us down the wrong path because we need to embrace it and get ours and build legacies that we can pass down and stop relying on the government and everything else. What is your take on that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Realize that we're the boss mm -hmm. and that that. Like my son already has a company. My son already <laughs> yeah. sells his own socks. There you go. Yep, yep. He's never going to know life without having his own company. It's going right. to be his normal. Right. So, you know, it's our patterns and what we're programmed to believe is normal, what we accept. So, yeah, it should not be normal to not have your own business. What, where can people purchase those socks? To do by people. It should not be normal to be always trying to just survive. All yeah, the time. right. Because it's hard to play chess when you're always playing checkers to eat and breathe. Right. But the way the patterns and the way it seems like school and the whole nine, it's meant to put a bunch of debt on you mm -hmm. so that you always are behind the eight ball so that you can't be strategic about your future. Where can people uh, purchase your son's socks? On the baby, uh, Rocky. It's, what's on Baby Dusko now, right? It's up. Baby, Baby Dusko. You already said it. Baby, Baby Dusko clothing. clothing. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. We'll put that on the screen. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> BabyDuskoClothing.com. If you want, I could, you know, I could play the, I could play the commercial for the new app, the relaunch. I just put that out today. Oh, let's so, do that. Hey, yeah, for sure. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Nicolette. Nicolette. So you're gonna ask about the. Uh, Dame Dash Studios. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, absolutely, with the app coming out, do you guys have a date for that for the relaunch? The eleventh of the, February. February eleventh. Not only am I relaunching that, I'm launching over the air, twenty four hour television mm -hmm. in Atlanta, LA, right. and Charleston. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to send them the um, commercial real quick, or they got it, or can we play the commercial? Yeah, 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 yeah most definitely. Because it talks about pictures and what's different about this streaming service than others. Mm -hmm. Are okay. you guys able to give me permission Oh, yes, to yes. Yeah, let me do that. One second here. Here, let me get out. I was talking about your clothing line. You want a promo? Yeah. Is it able to do it now? No, still not. Hey, Rock. 
And we also just finished, um, you know, we're launching a magazine called Dusco. Nice. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I got during COVID, I'd made like three, four movies, documentaries, magazines, all type of shit. Is the magazine going to be in print? Yeah, of course. Okay. I have a special issue. Wait, show me. Let me Should get, I just send it? Show me the one with Abel on yeah. the front. Are you, able, are you able to do that and then we can yeah, actually play it? Let's let's do that. Yeah, magazines. Well, um, I have, I, you know, I have a special issue. Yeah. And this particular one, I don't know if I'm going to be able to put it out. Uh, this, this is what I did on Kanye's ranch. But okay. I did one. That's a, that's a special issue. But I'm launching with the, uh, you know, the issue, uh, a different issue. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I gotta get it printed up. I, I, I made samples to show them. I feel like magazines are turning into like, um, like vinyls. You know how like vinyls are, you know, cool collectible items. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything yeah. physical is like vinyl. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be available digital, mm-hmm. and it'll be available on you know, but also on the app, it comes to life as well. Right, so right. It's an experience on the app. How long the did it take? Version of it is very. Yeah. How long did it take to to really develop and and create that app too? The app? Yeah. I mean, I've been developing for fucking fifteen years. Right. But like, you know, developing an app sucks because of the maintenance and shit. And you know, like Vimeo, I white labeled Vimeo initially, but I didn't like the way Vimeo was treating me. I couldn't get the data. They were basically dickheads. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't like Vimeo, but right now I don't like. I liked them before, but they really, so, you know, it pushed me to make it. I was always using them until I could make it. So I was like, yo, why can't I sell nothing on it? I need to be able to sell something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a commercial to sell something. It's like, my shit is like a high-end home shop. Right. Watching it, you can buy it. So these are Dusko Blanks right here. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Dusko Blanks. Nice. So, you know, if, if I put this on the thing, while you're looking at me in the interview, you press a button, you can buy it right there. Yeah. And you can buy books and you can buy music. Right. You know, and yeah. and, and and so on and so forth. Magazine. Yeah. And then it's 24 hours. Oh, digitally is playing 24 hours as well with commercials. But, you know, before the paywall, but after the paywall subscription. But then I'm going to be having a network DTV playing, That's right. you know, and, 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 and on cable. And I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really, I always wanted a television network. I know nobody's going to hire me to do it. So yeah. I had to do it myself. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I did it. Yeah. All original programming, movies, you know, I, it's, and it's fun. I get to be creative. Right. Yeah, I'm subscribing right. to that today. hundred uh, percent. I'm yeah. getting that Dusko. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Poppington University. Oh my God, that hoodie is so fucking fire, Dame. <clears throat> so Dame, so um, uh, I can't, you know, so, so, you know, we're asking you a, a lot of questions uh, about business. Um, I am, you know, we're both hip hop heads. You know, I just have just like a few just, you know what I mean, just like hip hop questions. So, but uh, um, Dame, so obviously you've had an impact on the culture from, you know, since the moment that you that you walked in, that you came in until now. Like, you know, even to this day, you still have rappers still shouting you out till this day, like in 2020, 2021 mm-hmm. on their records. Are you still, a, like, are you aware of of like rappers currently still shouting you out? Like, like. Are you aware of that? Like of that? I'm just curious. You are? Yeah, because uh cause Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching I've been because I've been watching I always hear it because my daughters and my kids um send it to me. Right. Yeah. Or people, young people always send it to me. But lately, because you know, I, I'm getting back into I'm in the TV business, mm-hmm. I've been watching like, you know, BT Jams, Revolt, BT Soul. Yeah. You know, so I see I see all of the, the records and I, I I'm hyped. I yeah. just stunned on my kid. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dame, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I am fifty. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I refuse to dye my beard. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. watching it on fifty. Exactly, I love yeah. it. exactly. You know, you know. I'm not trying to look young. Get yeah. older and get better. I'm just trying to look good. Oh, exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm buying it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I like that. Do we have uh, the commercial? To oh, we're actually going to, I told you, we're actually going to put it on during the editing. Got it. Okay. So cool, we're going to put cool, it on cool, editing. Cool. So it's going to okay, get the full cool. quality. Yeah. Uh, on so Dame, so um, I heard you say before in other interviews that uh, you're the blueprint of what you want the culture to ultimately be at some point from uh, being a boss to opening up uh, art galleries around the world and expanding our minds and interest and creating opportunities for each other and sticking with each other. Uh, do you think that the culture is headed in that direction now? Yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the art gallery, that was, was already damn near came and went. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You know, yeah. DD, DD 172, you know, yep. I, I think it's going to be about 
now now you know monetizing and and making your own luxury yeah i think mm-hmm. um you know as a culture before we didn't accept our own culture making luxury mm-hmm. but i think you know with guys like kanye and um you know louis, louis vuitton virgil mm-hmm. it's making it to where black is aspirational people actually pay for it exactly uh, and, and an expensive variation you know what i'm saying yeah what uh, Dan, 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 while you're touching on that, uh, we had a, actually a question submitted by a good friend of ours named Tim from the mid90s.com, but he actually wanted to know a little bit more about the DD172, which you did form, and kind of that warehouse where we know the Black Keys dropped the album on the label too, but w- can you tell us a little bit more about DD172 and, and when you formed it and kind of the, the inspiration behind it? Yeah, I mean, it was basically in Tribeca, uh-huh. It wasn't a warehouse. It was really a, a, a three-level building yeah, right. in the most expensive real estate in New York. Right. And you could Google, just Google DD-172 galleries under 100. Mm-hmm. And it was really a place where, you know, people, I, I was I was trying to raise Tallulah. And I was trying to ease up off environments that were aggressive. Right. And uh, I just, after the Black Rock project with the Black Keys, a lot of artists started to come around mm-hmm. and I couldn't have them in my crib. So I looked for a place almost to hang out and it just became this epic center of creativity that we were monetizing. And, you know, it was like a place where people that had already made it could come and do something not for money, just for love. Mm-hmm. And it was a place for the young kids at the time, like the Wiz Khalifa's and the Currencies mm-hmm. and the Jail Electronica's right. and the ASAP Rockies. Like Crit, uh, yeah. uh, um, all of them started at DD one seventy two. That's right. And I would take them to like Woodstock, and you know we would. I just wanted to get the content. I, I got it. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. You know. And then it was not only hip hop. There was a moment in, like it was the first time I had seen other states hanging out without beefing. Yeah. And everyone was just getting hot. Right. It was a good vibe. Smoke Dizza. You know. It was. It was. It was dope. And then like MERS came Merge, down yeah. and started doing some West Coast shit. Then we went to China, went to Thailand. And I was just being creative <laughs> and having a good time and doing it in luxury. Mm-hmm. But I also did have an oil factory because I was making yeah. motor oil where my son used to throw rays. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, yo, if I got the keys to the city, I'm going to do some cool shit with it. Right. Damn, you, uh, and I'm going to bring something to the table that's going to evolve as, as a culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was doing rock and roll and hip hop in like synagogues and like I was doing all type of crazy cool shit and it's all documented. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see it all on Dame Dad Studio. Yeah. Right. You know? Uh, Dame. Like, at any given day it would be like Citizen Cope the Disco Biscuits. Yeah. Which is a jam band. Yeah. And fucking currency. Yeah. And most deaf and fucking and, and, and fucking Wiz Khalifa and, and the hip, a lot of them don't know who each other are. Yeah. But they just catch a vibe and we make music. Mm-hmm. So so many albums got made. Yeah. You know it's nuts. I, how many people People I look at on TV now, I'm like, I remember that little guy running around, you know, DD-172. Right. You know, it's crazy because like, I remember like MIA, like when I, you know, having him in my house in fucking London teaching, you know, with, with, with Nori before they cracked and they were babies. You know what I'm saying? And watch right. what they've done as adults. It's just the, the before and after is really bugged out a lot. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. <clears throat> Damn. So um, uh, you've named all these rappers and artists. <laughs> Uh, I remember I, I seen you say that uh, that you would start rapping if the big pimping video didn't pop. Um, how serious were you about that? And and were you nice? Like like were you you know what I mean? Like were you like was that part of the Rockefeller plan at the time? No, it was part of the, like we got to pay the bills. Yeah, to make too much. Yeah, shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just like yo, if this don't work, I, I I'm gonna have to do what I got to do. So I got drunk and I guess it worked. <laughs> but you know, I'm not saying I'm super white, yeah. but I, I believe that if I wanted to rap, I would have been dead nice. Yeah. I, mean, I do rock yeah, music. Right. I can't sing, but yeah. I, I you already had the, sound really good. You already had you the the. Uh, I mean, well, you definitely had the rapper energy for sure. You yeah. definitely had like the rapper energy and and the uh, yeah. persona. I never and really wanted to be a rapper though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard you say that. I never wanted to be a times. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, you know, this is uh more so of just a random fan question um just because i think that 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 you have one of the most 
um, you know, uh, fiery personalities that hip hop has ever had. Ever. Um, you know, uh, uh, same thing. You know, how I feel about you is the same way I feel about this person. Have you and Tupac ever met? You know, like, ha like have you guys ever, like, met each other? Cause that's super interesting to me because I'll think no. about like him and then and then I'll think no. about like you then and then just just the idea of you guys just in one room those personalities it's just like really yeah. really just kind of interesting to me so so and I never really like heard any stories with like Dame Dash and Tupac and so I'm like oh like I wonder if they met but um <clears throat> um uh, have you ever considered well, the time that there was a little friction between the camps oh okay yeah. so oh yeah, our yeah interaction at that time probably wouldn't have been as pleasant we, gotcha. we, were, right. we were looking to get reason why they were coming on. Yeah. But we never really, we never got to with him really. Yeah. You know I mean? But that would have definitely been interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dame, have you ever considered having your own Plus, podcast? You know, we, were with, we were kicking it with Biggie Smalls. Oh, right. yeah. Right, that's right. right. Yeah, and yeah. again, it was no, that's the yeah. It was an association us, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, it wasn't association. He was friends with us. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it was like, boy. yo, come over here. Right, right, right. Yeah, so right, right. He yeah. was jumping in videos and making records and all that. So, yeah. I didn't think about that. We didn't understand. I never the beef. Yeah. 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 So Dame, so um have you ever considered like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Dame, have you ever considered having your own podcast? Because people love hearing you talk. Um and I know the stories that you would tell would would, would you know would, would be crazy from all the business things that you, that you've been involved in to your past stories and, and you just have so much to share and so much game to share. And every time you speak, the culture is engaged. And I just know that if you had a podcast, you know, it would just shoot up immediately. Um, yeah. Is that something you ever considered? I got a television network. Oh, yeah, yeah that part. So, you know, yeah. the thing is, I would do that, but, like, it would be more, like, for fun. Yeah, right. yeah. The kind of money, you know, I, I'm not going to disrespect anybody's hustle, yeah. but I'm, I'm really trying to make a billion. You know yeah. what I mean? It would take me a while to get the podcast to that point, to get enough streams to make the kind of money I really want to make. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, if, 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 for me, I'd have to be like, yo, if it's me to do a podcast, and look at it in a um, business wise. I have to be making me more money than what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. Okay. So and then time. Like, if I didn't have shit to do, I'd do it. Yeah, time taken you know away I mean? from what? Right, right. Time taken away from the stuff yeah. that that is making you money. Yeah. So damn. Right. So so like that much energy, I have to put that into the network so I can sell that shit for a billion. Yeah. I'm not gonna get that kind of cash flow. I'm not gonna lie, that shit would fucking I, explode. I have, other, I have other people that do podcasts on my network. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. right. So damn. So <clears throat> also, like to me, if I'm gonna put a camera, I'm gonna call it a TV show, not a podcast. It's there just the audio. That's a gem uh, right there, and that's something that um that uh, uh we have to credit cre credit you on because I because uh, I heard you say that you were on the, the EYL podcast, and I remember you were telling them to um to don't call it a podcast, call it a show. Mm -hmm. And you, and, and, and ever since I heard that, like when we were, were, were forming this show, um, you know, we were talking and I was like, you know what? Like, we can't call this a podcast. Like, let's call this a show because eventually we want to leverage this into a yeah, real yeah. like show. Yeah. And so I don't even tell people that it's a podcast. When people say it's a podcast, I correct them. And I'm like, no, it's a show. But that's right. because of what I heard you say when you were on uh, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. So, so, so to everyone out there that, What's that's- What's the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the stream the streams is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um yeah, so so Dame, so for these last you know, before we get into these last five closing questions, um, tell us what we should look forward to Dame Dash and uh yes, uh for twenty twenty uh twenty twenty one. Television network, mm. some sick movies, some magazines, some books, clothing. Uh, you know, I'm doing a lot with the OSG, which is uh you know, 90 black principles, that, so yep. curriculum, you know, a lot with the, a lot with the commission. So Senator Eddie Milton and Congressman Andre Carson and Bishop Purnell and Dr. Chris and Taj and Melanie, you know, they're therapists. We're dealing with unrecognized trauma, prison reform, um, education, health, um, and, and, and economic empowerment, mm -hmm. all those things. Yeah. You know, so that's what you can look forward to. More of that. Mm -hmm. So you have you a know, book coming out right evolution. now. So so um, yeah, you're working on a book. So I, I, I have a magazine, but there's like, for example, Rocky's doing a curriculum with the OSG. Right. Mm -hmm. um, um, it's a syllabus for for curriculum. So that book's coming out. The magazines are coming out. Um, Culture Vulture. I'm gonna put it out through the uh, 
you know, through the uh, app mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, it's just everything. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to be every single way that you can think I will be representing, representing uh, my point of view in a very eloquent way, packaging it, whether right. it's a book, whether it's some vinyl, whether it's some music, whether it's a movie, whether it's clothes, whether it's education, you know, all of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Documentary. You know, Rocky's editing up a documentary about, you know, going through IVF, losing a baby, then going through it again and having a baby. We have a little documentary. Yeah. So, it, you know, that we have a zombie movie I'm about to shoot. You know, I just did a comedy yeah. on Kanye Branch. Oh, you did um, comedy? Yeah, I shot a comedy called, oh, wow. uh, called Stone. Okay. Okay, nice. Definitely looking did, forward to checking out all of that. Do you have to get used to having the cameras rolling all day? Or are you just like, man... I'm, I'm. This is what's. This is what's get, like. I, I'm not used. To, I'm, I'm not used to not having a camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You've been having one. Yep. <clears throat> so, Dame. So, uh, so for these last five questions, these are these are uh, a more so uh, introspective questions. Um, mm-hmm. You can try to give us short answers. It's completely up to you. So, Dame. So, uh, when was the last time that you pushed yourself outside of your comfort zone? I always do that. Anytime I do a business for the first time, I'm pushing myself on time. Outside my comfort zone. Nice, nice. But I'm comfortable there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like Dan- I was, I, I, last week, last year, I, I did a rock album. I'm singing. Yeah, that's yeah. way outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely. You no, know, anything you do for the first time and you self learn, that's taking yourself out your comfort zone. It is. Yep. So, damn. So, you know uh, yeah. What was the last small? What was the Going last to the airport? Something that was like taking me out my comfort zone. Going to the airport <laughs> I'm outside right now. Yeah, yeah, I hear Going you. Outside. Uh, so, Dame. So, what was the last small act of kindness that you did for someone? I, I mean, every day. I can. I wouldn't even. I can't even begin to start yeah. there. That's all I do. A real mm-hmm. boss loves others and knows how to love others before they love themselves because they know how to love themselves. Yes, sir. But every day I do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, they, you know, an act of kindness every day. That's every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Every day. So, Dame, so uh, what is yeah. one area of, of your life? Um, what uh, uh, I assume. And ask the plug every day. Every day. Every day. Every yeah, day. I hear you. Every uh, day. Yeah. I'm doing an act of kindness right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, that's a fact. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're definitely aware of that. Yeah. Um. So, damn. So, so, what is one area of your life, uh, whether that be your family life? I assume it's not your family life because you know you just had a beautiful baby boy. But what is one area of your life, whether it's your family life, work life, social life, health, spiritual life, whatever it is that you feel that you need to give some more attention to? Uh. I don't know. I hear you. Yeah, it's a deep one. Pause. But yeah, um, I probably my uh, I probably pay more attention to my bread. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because uh, I got a stack for my kids, and I been I just I just like to I spend it on having making fun. business and being creative. Okay, right. Yeah. Like I'm not a stacker like that. Yeah, yeah. I've heard you say that. Um, you know, uh, and that was interesting as well because. You always give uh, solid financial advice, but you say, um, but you said that you never hold on to money too long because you're always putting it back out there, other places, um, in the streets. And I think that yeah, but I have, I have like a problem. I have yeah. a problem though. It's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 hey, practice what what I said. I, 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 I could I could I could have retired fifteen times already, bro. Right. 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 I, I make myself uncomfortable because every time I make ten million, I put nine million on the street, right. and that's two million worth of bills a year. Gotcha. I always do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, Dame, so uh, what is one good habit that you want to gain and one bad habit that you want to drop? Uh, focus. I need to focus, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, smoking with Fanta is probably a bad habit, but I, I, mm-hmm. right. there's just no going back. I'm a cowboy about it. So, yeah. smoking. Right. Got gotcha. you. Um, but I don't know that it's bad, but I heard it, but it, you know, it doesn't really, you know, I, I, I can push through a fog. I can work out high, but I just think anything obsessive mm-hmm. all day can't be good for you. And I do this shit all day. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, nah, pretty, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying there's always room for improvement and evolution, but I'm pretty aware of what I need to do. Hey. You know what I mean? Yep. Like daily, I find things that, 
when I find faults in other people, that's when I usually find faults in myself because that's why I can recognize it. Mm, right. Whenever I see something aggravating me, I got to say, I, I got to make sure I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I usually figure out that I actually am. No, that's great. And then I, you know, I consciously am, am the person that I hate at times. And I never want to be that person. Yeah. Right. So, Dan, so uh, what is your overall purpose? To love. Mm-hmm. Great answer. There you go. <clears throat> so, Dame, so, uh, so, uh, um, if you can, please leave us with some final words, uh, for our audience and, and, and for, and for everyone out there, you know, check Dame Dash Studios. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's launching February 11th, 11th. You can buy stuff from it and watch content with a point of view. And then also if you're in Atlanta, LA or Charleston, you get it over the air. And I, you know, I don't know what channel I'll tell you, I'll have ads for that in a second. And also, you know, it's a new world out there. You should embrace it. Yeah. Don't be scared of it because you're not familiar with it because you probably don't like the world you're in from the past. So you should look forward to the future and doing it different. Exactly. So put your fucking skirt up. Stop fucking worrying. Word. And embrace the future and plan for it. Art detected so you're not always playing checkers. Mm-hmm. Play some chess. Especially mm-hmm. if you can sit in the house. And being that, you know, everyone's getting sick it's a good time to be home and just being strategic right. about planning. You're not missing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. But think about the next four months. The world's going to open back up. Are you going to be prepared? Are you going to be asking questions or are you going to be giving answers? Yeah. Mm. You want to be the one with the answers, not the questions. You Everyone- want to be a general, not a soldier. Everyone's going to have a level playing field once it opens up too. Do you want to use it this There'll time? Be a lot of revenge partying, yep. revenge spending, revenge going outside. So make sure you got some work to sell. Mm, I love it. It's not, these are gems from a legend, by the way, it is not every day that we have a living legend on like, uh, like MB said, uh, at the beginning, but Dane, we can't thank you enough for coming on, man. We we're looking forward to everything you have coming up. We thank you for the gems that you've laid over your career and we can't wait to hear everything else and see everything else. And, uh, the Dame, I just want to say this, like when we started this show, you were literally the first person that, that we said we wanted to get. Yeah. Literally like the very first person. We really do appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is uh, big for us. I appreciate it. So we appreciate it, man. Thank you, Dane, for taking the time with us. Okay, bro. Appreciate you. I'll talk to y'all. All right. Later. Dame, d- Dame, Dame, really quick, really quick. I'm sorry to, to take one more, one more second of your time. Do you mind if we get a, a quick drop before, before we sign you off? You want me to do a drop? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that okay? Or like a mic drop? Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I don't really do drops like that. I don't really, I, okay. I feel All funny. Right. I feel I you. you. I got okay. you. I appreciate Thank it. Yeah. Right, cool. I told you. I told you. I told you he wouldn't do it. I was like, if all the most, like, he's not gonna do it. Oh my god, that was cool. 